Orale, bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. This is your host Jorge Martin and Familia. We're a week away from Thanksgiving. Giving thanks, giving thanks so much. I'm giving thanks for you, everybody who's watching. I know you're in the fantasy you're in the fantasy fight because you've been listening all season, paying attention, making sure that you get all the waivers right. Familia, I'm sorry that I didn't get waivers in this week. Uh Life kind of took over, but uh, we're here with a little adentro afuera. But first off, please make sure you're giving us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Familia, por favor. It really helps us, gets the algorithm going. Get, get you know, we get, get more people who are, who are coming on, the more people who are liking and subscribing us. And uh, I also want to make sure to give a shout out to our amigos over at Fantasy Points Media Group. I mean, we are a proud member of the Fantasy Points Media Group make sure you go to fantasypoints.com and put in the promo code 22familia10, 22familia10, if you're doing it in Spanish, get some of the best of the best fantasy minds out there. John Hansen, the fantasy guru himself, uh, Joe Dolan, the fantasy gangster, Graham Barfield, Scott Barrett, Tom Brawley, Wes Huber. I mean, some great, great minds. A lot of them have been able to come on the show. Hopefully, they're going to come on uh, at some point in the future. Uh, things are a little busy right now. That's why I couldn't get a co-host tonight. But you know what? Life is good. I'm with you all here. So, And I want to give a shout-out uh, to in the audience, Alberto. Muchas gracias for joining. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know what? It, it's... It's kind of a spe this is kind of a special episode a little bit because well you know what it is um, it's it's a very important week for my familia because we are a lot of people are celebrating birthdays um, so here we are on November sixteenth and uh, we get you know it's today is the birthday of my best friend uh, best man at my wedding Jojo Narduli my prima Fabiola Fabiola Torres it's her birthday uh, yesterday was my my baby sister Dora uh, welcome back to California it's it was her birthday feliz cumpleaños we're gonna celebrate uh, soon and my tia Chaya my tia Ramona uh, named after our abuelita, my abuelita tia Ramona sister of my mother happy birthday. Tomorrow is a very special day also for Familia FFB because it's my birthday. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, the, the 17th, you know, and he was just 17. Uh, I'm a little bit more than that. I'll be, you know, you, you guys will see about how much, but uh, I am going to be celebrating in a very, very, very special way. Very special way because I am going to see the legendary Elton John at Dodger Stadium, my old stomping grounds. Uh, special thanks to Dan Gilmore for helping me get tickets. Uh, me go to the show and also a uh, league mate at, uh, you know, in our, in our true blue Dodger league. Uh, so, you know what, if tomorrow you see any kind of videos with the rocket man, rocket man, <laughs> Uh, yes, I had to do that. I had to do that just one more time. So yes, uh, it, it's it, it's a very special one on Friday. I also have two of my primas, my prima nanny, who is exactly 25 hours younger than me. It's her birthday that day. And also my prima Jessica, who is more than 25 years younger than me. Uh, uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to all of you. Happy birthday to everyone. Saludos. Enjoy. I mean, love November birthdays because it's nine months after Valentine's Day. So don't do the math too much. But um, yes, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, saying hello to Dame Overboard. And yes, muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Scampers, muchas gracias. The coolest cat. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's a fire birthday. It's a fire birthday. Uh, yeah, Dame Overboard. Since I know you're a Dodger fan, uh, it's my Oral Hershiser birthday. So if you can if you can figure out what Oral Hershiser has to do with my birthday, has you know maybe number, uh, right there. So, familia, it, let's get into some identity for because you know what, you guys all have plenty. Uh, you, you guys are all going for the fantasy playoffs right now. It is week eleven. You are right there in the fantasy fight right now. So let's, I mean, we're, we're ready to get into it. Some of you may have trade questions. So if you guys have any trade questions, in fact, I'm in a trade negotiation right now that I spend so I could actually do this show. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, also want to send a, send a shout out to a new friend, Bridget. 
from Red Bull. Met her yesterday, and uh, she's friend of a friend of the show. Uh, muy buen amigo of the show, Tony Kinkella. But uh, Bridget, uh, big time Packers fan. We I, I gave her a little fantasy advice yesterday, and she already hit me back up for some more advice. Bridget, bienvenido to la familia, familia FFB. Always welcome. I, you know what? Also hit me up for taco tips. I tell you, I, I know you're, I, I know you're on your way on a on a very special trip. So go and enjoy, enjoy plenty of tacos, familia. So, but yeah, it's week eleven. Throw your trade, throw your trade questions in here in the chat. I've been answering tons of trade questions over at Fantasy Points Discord uh, when I've been working on that one. Uh, when I haven't been working on shows for here, but uh, also make sure and and this is this is also the time to be looking at weather. Whether we're gonna have weather on one of the games. Sorry about that. I think we got a little disconnected there for a second. Uh, yeah, make sure you're checking out weather. Uh, let me see. Oh no, it's uh, not quite as not not quite a scoreless streak. Uh, not quite a scoreless streak. So, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep working on that one day. Uh, see if you figure it out by the end of the show. Uh, yes, we're going to be, um, uh, so, you, you know, we're looking at fantasy playoffs right now. You know, it is five more games until a lot. Uh, well, yeah, four more games, uh, one, 11, 12, 13, 14, four more games for most leagues that are starting their fantasy playoffs in week 15. So you're doing, you're really looking at schedules right now. You're looking at, you're looking at matchups really hard. I mean, you should have been doing it all year round, but this is really the nitty gritty time. Things, things are really popping. There are some matchups that we really, really need to attack this week. So we're going into Thursday night football. We're going to start out there. Uh, we're talking about the Packers host Packers four and six hosting the Tennessee Titans six and three green Bay is a three-point favorite, 41-point over under. And we're going to start with the Titans. And it, it's too easy to talk about Derrick Henry. The the Green Bay Packers are, you know, they're not good. They're not very good against the run. They've been getting beaten up. So you're starting Derrick Henry. Easily, easy call. I'm looking at Traylon Burks right now. He ran 29 routes this week, which was second most for the Titans, 37 for Robert Woods. Finished with 24 catch, 24 receiving yards on three catches. The one thing that's kind of tough, Green Bay is number eight against wide receivers since week six, all of these, all of these defensive numbers are going to be since week six so that everyone will have played at least four games during that stretch. So it's kind of like a good, uh, a good number. CD lamb did go for uh, 11 catches on 15 targets for 150 yards and two touchdowns last week. But um, Burks is not quite yet in that one. So I'm putting him off wet on this one. He, you know, he's, he's catching a lot of short intermediate routes. Four of his five targets last week were between the numbers short distances. So, uh, definitely not, uh, not someone that we're really looking at that. Um, let me see. <laughs> All I can see is Dame, uh, yeah, you know, equals cat typing gif. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Mr. Scampers. Uh, okay. So we're going over to the Packers side of the house, Christian Watson, had the breakout game, uh, his breakout game that people have been wanting fantasizing about. It's, uh, it's one of the, probably one of the best games that he's that uh, a lot of wide receivers have had this year 32.7 points caught caught four balls 107 yards three touchdowns almost got a fourth uh, it, it's one of the great rookie games since Chase Claypool had the four touchdown game for you know, two years ago uh you know it's that breakout that we wanted but here's the thing that's happening he uh the Packers just don't have a lot of volume right now they he ran 21 routes last week. They only had they they didn't have a high pass volume because Rogers only passed the ball 22 times. But he had eight of those catches, eight, eight of those targets. They were all in. They were all out of the slot. So something to keep in mind. A couple of them were long ones. Tennessee is also number 24 against the wide receiver since week six, averaging 166.5 yards per game. So last week. Cortland Sutton had 66 receiving yards against him. He's kind of like that big target sort of, you know, similar to Christian Watson. Watson is, de Watson is definitely faster. What does he do for an encore? 
I, I think he, I think against this Tennessee defense, he's getting in the end zone one time. I don't know if he hits a hundred yards because there may not be a lot of volume. Both teams are really going a lot of volume. If I'm betting this game, I'm betting the under on this one. So it's 41 points. I'm going the under the Packers are going to win, but I think Watson's going to get in the end zone. He's going to get a touchdown. So uh, now we're going to, now we're going to Sunday games. We got uh, Atlanta is host at four and six is hosting the bears three and seven. Atlanta's three-point favorites. This is a 50-point over-under, which is interesting because uh, both teams do a lot of their damage on the ground. The The Falcons really limit possessions a lot because they just don't pass very much. The 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 Their pass volume is just is next to nothing. Tra- Drake London did get in the end zone, but you know, all of those folks who are Kyle Pitts fans, I know it's, it, it's not fun. It, it's not fun right now. I'm still, uh, it, it's still, it's still, hurt, it, it's still hurting me right now. I may, ch- I may be trying to trade Kyle Pitts in one of my leagues, but uh, going, starting uh, at the, with the bears, we've got David Montgomery and we got a great matchup for him because I mean, she's these, these Falcons are giving up 99.2 rushing yards per game. It's Deontay Foreman just in the in weeks eight and ten. He got 118 and 130 receiving yard rushing yards. Oh, I hope everybody I hope that was only on my side. <laughs> Sorry about that. There was a little bit of a noise that went in there. Uh, he had 118 and 130 receive, rushing yards. So. You know, the Falcons are giving up 99.2 rushing yards per game. David Montgomery is going to have this backfield. I know that I know Tristan Ebner is going to be an, is going to be a, uh, it could be someone who snakes some tar, some rushing attempts from him, but this is going to be Montgomery's backfield. I think he's an adentro play this week. You know, he had, he only had 37 rushing yards, but you know what? Here's the thing. He, would he had a snap count of 40 to 61 snaps he's gonna be get he's gonna be the one maybe he doesn't get you know 80 90 percent rush attempts uh, i mean snap count but you know what i think he's gonna be on the field a lot i think he's gonna catch some passes i think he's gonna then throw it to play this week because of the fa- the fact that the falcons are just not very good you're playing justin fields i can't have a podcast talk about the pairs without talking about justin fields and his greatness you're playing him just I even had the question a week ago to play him rest of season over Tua, and I said it's it's tough to get away from that rushing floor. Plus, Tua has some tough uh, road games to New England and to Buffalo, where weather's going to be a problem. And you know those guys from Miami uh, going up north, it's it could be it could be tough. But uh, this week, David Montgomery, I, he's very much I didn't throw. He, I want I want to see him in there. So. Uh, you know, on Drake London on the other side, you know, you got, uh, he is potentially a tough play because I mean, he did get in the end zone, not very high volume for him that last week, but the bears where they are a little bit tougher is against the pass. So, you know, it could be, you know, there, there could be there, they, they could, they, they could slow him down. Marcus Mariota does, isn't, hasn't been that great. Uh, I'm putting Drake London afuera this week. He got his touchdown. Maybe he doesn't get one this week. Hopefully, yeah, please get Kyle Pitts some help on this one. Please, please, please. Uh, getting some help is going to be the grounds crew in Buffalo where Cleveland is – excuse me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something here. I keep getting something going, you know, some – some feedback on my side. I really hope it's not uh, impacting you all out there. Uh, let me see. Okay. Hopefully that, that, that slows things down. Uh, you got Cleveland three and six at, at Buffalo six and three. You got Buffalo and eight point favorites, 41 and a half point over under that 41 and a half point over under has to be because of the fact that it's, it's just really uh it's, it's, I mean, they're expecting potentially six feet of snow. It's going to be 24 degrees game time. Snow is in the forecast for game time. Thank you to NFLweather.com. So I'm looking at that one, and this, that, that means they're, you know, pull pull up the tractor trailer, and that's on the Brown side. That's Nick Chubb. It's going to be a ground game because of him. He has gone six of nine games, over 100-plus yards. Uh, he, you know, in the last game, he him he had nine snaps over on running plays over Kareem Hunt. It, it, it's so it's it's probably about a 65, 40, 65, 35 snap count. But the 
But look at the fact of what's been happening against Buffalo of late. You've got Aaron Jones who went for 157 yard uh, combined yards. You've got the Jets who that's 156 between three running backs. Dalvin Cook went for 146 yards. Uh, this is the last three weeks against the Bills. They are number 24 against rushing. They've given up 156 scrimmage yards per game. I, this is a smash spot. The 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 way that the Browns are going to try and slow down the Bills is by slowing down the game and and limiting possessions. That's Nick Chubb all day. He's a, he's going to be a great play on the DFS side. Uh, also on the Bills side, Devin Singletary, another great play. Again, you know he scored the two touchdowns last week. These are his touches the last four weeks: 21, 15, 12, 14. This is this is the total attempts in each of the last four weeks. Week four, he was the RB four, so it was his only top ten finish. Is he headed for one this week? I think so. The Browns are number 30 against the running back this year. 151 scrimmage yards per game over the uh, over over the last over the last five, four games. I mean, it's the, the the Bills can't stop the run. The Browns can can't stop the run. This is going to be 1977 all over again because it's just going to be run run run. I know Josh Allen will make some plays. There's a little bit of wind that's going to be uh, coming into play. It's going to be in the in in the teens, but as long as the snow is not wet snow, this could be the there could be some passing for, but for the most part, it's going to be Devin Singletary in this game. So, uh, you know, get him in your lineup, put to you know, cheap play in DFS. Let's go to the uh, Philadelphia eight and one at Indianapolis four, five, and one. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites, 43 and a half point over under. Familia, this is one of two games that it, that meets my criteria. When you're betting on the road, the home underdog, this is one of them. So that that system where you're betting a team that is at least four wins less than the road team. So the home team, four wins less than the road team, at least, is already one to know this season. It was it, it, this is a system that hit over 65% last year. We got it twice this year. This is game one. So we got the Eagles. A.J. Brown's coming off of a rough game. One catch, seven yards against the Washington Commanders after having a game where they had five, five catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he has 32 total targets in the last four games. So it's not like he's not getting any targets, but, uh, you know, it was, you know, they really blanketed the coverage on him. It was just a rough, weird Monday night football game. Yeah. Dallas Goddard going on IR in that one because of an injury. So is that going to increase targets for AJ Brown and Devonte Smith? Possibly, but let's keep something in mind. Indianapolis is number two against the with with giving up 23 fantasy points uh per game to the wide receiver position only giving up 108 pass yards i mean to the wide receivers it's i mean you get isaiah rogers he's the number four he's the number four cornerback with an 85.6 pff grade you got stefan gilmer who's the 11 cornerback with a 77 pff grades these guys, remember, they shut down Kansas City in Indianapolis. This game's in Indianapolis. I think this is gonna be, this is gonna be a rough game. I think I I think I, I don't see AJ Brown hitting his projections this week. I'm a foot on him. On the other side, you got the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, muchas gracias for returning to the land of the to the land of the running living running backs. Muchas gracias, muchas gracias for that. It, just a beautiful game. Sixty snaps out of 64 total snaps, a 94% snap share, 22 rush attempts, 147 rushing yards, a touchdown. There's no Heinz, no problem. The Eagles are number 21 against the running backs, 143.7 scrimmage yards allowed. I mean, last week they gave up 130 uh, combined yards to uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Daniel, Damian Pierce had 139 receiving yards before that. Jonathan Taylor is very close to being. I haven't made, finished my my. I haven't finished everything for as far as my rankings for this week. He's going to be pretty close to number one for RB one for this week's family down. So uh, I don't have to tell you to get him in your lineup. He could be. A, he he's definitely someone to consider for DFS. Uh, I don't know what it is with the Eagles and the Bills all of a sudden giving up plenty of yards on the ground. 
All right. So now we're going to New England. Let's see. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dame. Uh, I don't know. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad that the issues are only on my side when it comes to the sound. Uh, which has guys, yes, you haven't figured out the number yet. So uh, what Oral Hershiser and my birthday have in common. <laughs> All right. So we get the Jets six and three and New England five and four. New England is a three point favorite. Uh, 38 and a half point over under one of the lowest over unders of the week. I, this game, it, weather's not expected to be a problem in this one. We've got uh, in New England, it's going to be 42 degrees partly cloudy a little bit of wind but nothing no precipitation uh of any kind expected you got the i'm looking at the jets i'm looking at michael carter on this one because the the page but the patriots and the jets are very good against the pass so i'm looking at the running backs in this one carter he's in the last two games he's got 31 24 snaps uh whereas james robinson has 12 and nine snaps uh uh you know, 31 to 24 snaps, 12 to nine routes run. So he's got the decided advantage in both snaps and route run over James Robinson. Last week, he had 86 scrimmage yards to Robinson's uh, 53. It's, I think this is going to be a tough game for him. The Patriots are number three against the running back position, allowing only 71 rushing yards per game. Carter had just 61 scrimmage yards versus the Pats in week eight. And um, on this season, Aaron Jones is the only running back who has gone over 73 rushing yards. The AJ Dillon is the one who got 73 rushing yards in that game. Uh, I think this is going to be a rough one. I'm a fuera on Michael Carter, much as you guys may have to start him, especially those of you who lost Brees Hall. I think it's a tough one. I think there's going to be a timeshare. I think he's not going to, I don't think he's going to hit uh, very big numbers on this week against that Patriots defense. On the other side of the house, you got the Patriots. I'm looking at Ramondre Stevenson. I'm looking purely, I then throw on this one. These are his touches since week five. 27, 23, 19, 23, and 18. You know, his yards, his total yards in that one. So his total scrimmage yards, you got 175, 91, 98, 40, 143, and 70. He's got four touchdowns over those five games. Last last game, he had 46. Uh, he played off, he was on the field for 46 snaps out of 63. So it's 73% snap share. This is the league caballo on this one. The Jets are the are the number one, number 10 run defense against the running back giving up about 117 scrimmage yards to the total to the position but let's look at week eight when the jets hosted the patriots stevenson had 143 total yards in that game on 23 touchdowns damian harris could be back for this game but there is but this is his backfield i'm not then throwing him i then throw give it give it to me so all day long, all day long, I've gotten trade offers on him. You know what I'm saying? In Spanish and in English, it's the same answer. No, 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 no. All right, let's go to the Rams, three and six at New Orleans, three and seven. Uh, New Orleans, four point favorites, 39 point over under. Again, another one of the lower uh, over under that's under. 40 points. It's just ugly. I mean, it, Matthew Stafford, lo siento mucho. I know, I really hope you're enjoying that Super Bowl ring because uh, it might, it, it might be a tough time getting back and getting back into the playoffs. It's not going to, I don't think the playoffs are happening this year. Cooper cup. He's gone on IR, had surgery. Uh, Dr. Ernie Porras has put out, out there that this could be like four to six weeks. And you know, when you're talking about, if you're talking about six weeks, that's week 16. Are you really looking to bring him back at that point? I know the Rams don't have a first-round draft pick the, next year, so they, it, it behooves them to have that 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 pick get as high as possible. But uh, maybe they want that second-round pick to be as high as possible. Uh, maybe they wouldn't mind that. I know they're not playing. I know Les Snead, Sean McVay are always playing to win, but it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough. Matthew Stafford. I mean, who's gonna be the the main target? Allen Robinson? Is it gonna be Tyler Higby? Is it gonna be Van Jefferson? It's it's gonna be tough. I think it could be something like where Higby may have Higby may have to stay in and and block because the Rams lost two more offensive linemen uh, who were starters last week. I I think they're going to try and get Allen Robinson uh, going in the net in the next couple weeks, maybe do some short, some short and intermediate passing. 
I don't know if they'll have enough time to take some shots with Van Jefferson. It's just, it's tough. And then the Saints, you know, when it comes to Higby, they're, the Saints are number four in allowing allowing six point eight fantasy points per game to the to the tight ends, thirty two point two receiving yards to the tight end position. It's tough, Matthew Stafford. It's not. It, it's going to be tough. I'm a fight on him. It's it, man. It, it hurts. It hurts. Even with so many injuries on the back and in, in the secondary, I think that I think he's not going to have enough time to get any passes going. So unless they really go to a short passing game with him again. Oh, by the way, he has not, he has been cleared, uh, has not been, he is back at practice. He's not officially cleared concussion protocol as he, as of here on Wednesday, keep checking those practice reports. I really hope for the Rams sake that he's, uh, that, that he's able to start, but please protect this man. Please protect this man. We want him to be the us Ram fans. We want him to be quarterback for more years beyond this. Uh, let's go over to the saints. Los Santos, Alvin Kamara last two weeks, his touches are 12 and 11. Uh, and, but the previous four games, he was at 29, 25, 18, 27, you know, gets a lot of work in the passing game. Uh, he, you know, during that four game stretch, he was no lower than the, than the running back 13. So you've got a defense, a Ram defense that in back-to-back games against run CMC, Christian McCaffrey gave up 147 and 149 scrimmage yards. Uh, that was in week six and eight against the Rams. Uh, the Rams are number 29 and allowing 139.3 scrimmage yards to the running back position. I think this is going to be a game for a, a big game for Alvin Kamara. They're going to use him. The, the saints are still going with Andy Dalton. You still got Jalen Ramsey back there. You still got Aaron Donald creating havoc for the for the quarterbacks. It's not it's not going to be a fun day for Andy Dalton. I think that he could get he could get Chris Olave loose for a couple of long ones, but I think this is going to be an Alvin Kamara game. Get him in get him in your lineup. Good play, good play in DFS. Okay, let's go to Detroit three and six and New York Giants seven and two. The Giants are three point favorites, forty five point over under. It's going to be about thirty seven degrees in this game. Uh, Sixteen mile an hour winds, uh, familia. It's you know it, it's uh, I'm looking at Amon Ross St. Brown when it comes to the the Saints. I know uh, our amiga of the show uh, Dame Overboard loves herself some ARSB. Uh, He's back, Familia. He's back. This is, I mean, he's got 30 targets in the last three games, so an average of 10 per game. Last week, he got 11 targets, caught 10 of them, 119 yards, didn't didn't get a touchdown. He has not had a touchdown since week two when he had three in the first two weeks. So touchdown regression is coming as you keep hearing it. you know, I'm then throwing him this week. The the Giants, they're kind of in the middle. They're number 17 against the wide receiver position, 147.8 yards per game against the wide receiver. Tyler Lockett, that kind of slot wide receiver, similar to ARSB, five catches on eight targets, 63 yards, one touchdown. Christian Kirk, who kind of goes between the slot and the outside, seven catches, 96 yards, did not get a touchdown in week seven. This is an adentro for you know. I think St. Brown, as long as he's healthy, you know, he did have a little bit of a scare, came back into the game. Uh, you know, thought they thought that he might have turned his ankle again. Looks like he looked he was able to finish. I haven't seen anything about him missing any practice today. So you know, be ready to get him in your lineup. Over on the Giants side, now I just made a trade in my familia league uh for Daniel Jones. I needed a uh back. I needed an injury, not injury replacement, a bi-week replacement for Tom Brady. I went Daniel Jones. I I didn't like what was going on on the waiver wire. I traded uh, Amari Cooper uh, to my primo, and uh, I think it was a great deal for him. He's got Deshaun Watson, so he and so he's very he's very well set between Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow on the quarterback side. I need Daniel Jones. I love him this week. I think he's an adentro play. Dual threat quarterbacks have done well against the quarter against the Lions, who are number 32 against the position, giving up 24.6 fantasy points per game. The 261 pass yards uh, over since week six, 51.6 rush yards over that. They did get trampled by Justin Fields during that one. That was 147 yards last week. 
Daniel Jones, maybe he doesn't have that gear with him, but you know, he does he in, in week four, he in week seven, he was the QB four, having getting 107 rush yards during that pat during that time during that game. He's only surpassed 200 passing yards once this season. So, you know, we're not going to get high pass volume on this one. So maybe we don't see a lot of Wandale Robinson. Maybe we don't see a lot of uh, a lot of Darius Slayton having a big game. Slayton did have four targets last week. He had 12 targets in the previous two games combined. But, uh, you know, rushing quarterbacks are get, are doing damage. Outside of fields, Aaron Rodgers got 40 yards against them. Geno Smith got 49 yards against them. The passing games against the, the against the Lions, Smith had 320 yards. Tua had 382 yards, and then last week Aaron Rodgers had 291 yards. So the quarterbacks are getting are getting point putting up points. It's a home game. I'm gonna then throw on Daniel Jones. All right, let's go to Baltimore. Baltimore. Ravens six and three hosting the Carolina Panthers three and seven. Baltimore is 12 point favorites, 42 point over under. The Panthers, I'm looking at Baker Mayfield. The the Deonta Foreman could have a tough game in this one. I've been talking about him a lot. I don't think we, we're talking about DJ Moore either. Uh so it, it's gonna be a tough game for uh for Deonta Foreman because the Ravens are very good against the run. They're, they have they have been better against the pass of late. And Mayfield, is, I think this is going to be a tough game. I'm afuera on him, even in Superflex leagues. I tried to get him in Scott Fishbowl for some depth to maybe get uh, see if he get, get a run in him. But no, he has no game over 235 yards this season. DJ Moore has a high of 59 yards back, uh, you know, in weeks one to five when Mayfield was in. Baltimore has has you know remember that huge game that Tua had against them early in the season. That's really slowed down. Baltimore's number five against the quarterback since week six, giving up just 241.5 yards per game. They held down Josh Allen to 213 yards. They held Joe Burrow to 217 yards. Tom Brady did get them for 325 yards in week eight, but uh, Baker Mayfield is not in Tom Brady's league. I'm a foot on him. On the other side, we got uh, let's let's look at Kenyon Drake. I mean, you're start, you're already starting Gus Edwards. He's got the he's got the possibility of falling into the end zone. But you got Drake. He's a good play this week. He's got 34 touches uh, in in the 27-13 win over the Saints before they went on their their vacation their little their little bye week and you're looking at the panthers they're number 26 against the running back along 136 yards per game scrimmage yards per game to the running back a lot of that joe mixon got that and we with 211 scrimmage yards five total touchdowns in week nine familia that's very still very fresh in people's memories all the all those people who did very well in dfs that week because they had joe mixon uh you're welcome uh you got nine, you know, in the rain uh, when Carolina was when Carolina was playing, the Atlanta Falcons got 95 combined rush yards from their running backs. Kenyon Drake, you got to get him in your lineup. Yeah, I'm out of throwing this week. All right, let's go to Houston, where the Washington Commanders five five, coming off of that crazy, crazy, very local Monday Night Football win in Philadelphia. So they are at Houston, one seven and one. Washington is three point favorite, 40, 40.5 over under. This is another one. Houston is four wins below. So take the home underdog on this one. It's only a three point uh, over uh, three points, but I, you know what? I'm looking at parlaying those two those two teams together. Uh, on the Washington side, I'm looking at Brian Robinson. He led. Antonio Gibson in snaps, 43 to 40 out of 83 total snaps last week, where they just went run, 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 run heavy. So uh, he didn't run any routes, but he got 26 rush attempts, 86 yards. Gibson only had 44 rushing yards on 14 rush attempts. the Texans are number 32. How many times do we have to tell you, Familia? They are number 32 against the rush, uh, against running backs, giving up 184.8 rushing yards. Saquon, 152 yards. 
Miles Sanders, 93 yards. Derrick Henry, 219 yards. That's the last three weeks against these Houston Texans. I, I, you know what? Brian Robinson is a flex play for you this week. Get him in your lineup. I'm doing that. I'm doing that on one of my 14 team leagues. On the Houston side, Nico Collins got 10 target. He saw 10 targets last week. Five catches, 49 yards, caught a touchdown. Down, ran 33 yard, 33 routes, led the team in routes. Brandon Cooks only had seven targets in that game. You're looking at Washington. They, they're allowing just 77.2 rushing yards per game. So the Texans may have to pass the, the Washington commanders. They're really, really ran. They've really improved on the defensive side. They were getting beat by the, on, uh, in the pass earlier over the last four games. They are number 10 against the wide receiver, giving up 204.4 rush passing yards per game. AJ Brown and Devonta Smith combined for only 46 receiving yards last week. Justin Jefferson did get them for 115 yards going over hundred yards. I don't think, I don't think Nico Collins gets to that point. It's I think he does lead them in receiving this week. Uh, Brandon Cooks missed practice today with an, with uh, wrist and ankle injuries, so we're gonna get that's something to keep in mind. Nico Collins is going to be the main target. He could be a cheap play in DFS this week. Uh, I do think that they they could they could cover. It's going to be a tough cover, only three points, but you know. Short week for the for the Commanders. It lets, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a tough game. Remember, also remember Chase Young could be back in this game, so that's going to make the Washington uh, pass rush even tougher. Oh, I'm just uh, you know also saying hello. Oh yes, yes, game overboard. And also, amigo Craig Reith. Hola, hola, hola. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about the cold because I know how cold it is out there right there. So, uh, yes, it is chilly, getting chilly out in California as, uh, as our friends, uh, our other friends in the chat will attest. So, uh, let's get into the late games right now. We got the Raiders two and seven hosting the Denver Broncos. I mean, at the Denver Broncos three and six. Denver is two and a half point favorites. 41 and a half point over under these did, did you see the stat that if the if the Broncos would just score 18 points every week they would be eight and one at this point I mean it's just bien loco bien loco ideas meal it's a crazy one uh it's back it's expected to be about 48 degrees game time no no precipitation anything uh I'm looking on the Raiders side they're gonna have to attack for, uh, from the ground because Josh Jacobs in his last two games 20 and 27 touches 87 and 106 total yards during that point he has one touchdown he is still the lead caballo the Broncos last week they sold out to stop the stop Derrick Henry limiting him to 19 rushing attempts 53 yards before that Travis Etienne had 156 yards one touchdown on 24 rush attempts but Here's the difference between the the Titans and the Raiders. The Raiders, you have to be play it honest because Devontae Adams is on the outside. The Titans did not have De Devontae Adams out there. So, you know, they, they they're gonna have to they they can't just sell out to stop the run. So I think Josh Jacobs is gonna have some room to run. The Broncos are nine, number 19 against the, the running back, 98 rushing yards per game. I think Josh Jacobs is gonna is gonna get close to that number. I think you know what? He's going over 100 yards in this game, and he's gonna and and he's gonna help help you uh, on your redraft leagues, and also gonna be be a cheap DFS play. On the Devoner side, looking at you, Cortland Sutton. Is he gonna take over all the wider? You know, the the full on lead wide receiver duties with Jerry Judy likely to miss this game, likely to miss multiple weeks with an ankle injury. He got 11 targets last week, six catches for 66 yards. That was his first game with 10-plus targets since week five. He was the wide receiver one. He, he has been their wide receiver The wide receiver won the last two weeks against the Raider. You got Mike, Michael Pittman, seven catches, 53 yards, no touchdowns. You had Christian Kirk the week before, eight catches, 76 yards, and one touchdown. The Raiders are number 18 since week six against the wide receivers, 139.2 receiving yards. 
I think this is going to have to. This is going to be one of the ways that they that they attack. I think they got to concentrate the targets to Cortland Sutton. It, it might not be pretty because it has not been pretty with those with those Denver Broncos. But I think that Cortland Sutton could could get you there. I, I might then throw on him. Let's go over to Minnesota, where Dallas six and three is at Minnesota eight and one after that practically miraculous win if you familia i know you've seen the justin jefferson catch it's it's the greatest catch this year uh i don't know it, it, maybe it's on a par with the one that obj had uh in his rookie season 2014 but familia it's still not david tyree it is still not David Tyree catching a ball in the Super Bowl, putting it against his head. That to me is still the greatest catch of all time. So, all others, all others are you know you're 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 behind on that one. So you got Minnesota. Uh, they but this one in this game, Dallas is one and a half point favorites. Road, road, you know, road favorites. You know, I love to go against those. Minute uh, with a forty-seven and a half point over/under. I think this game is going to be a shootout, Familia. You got Ceedee Lamb on one side, coming off of that one hundred and fifty-yard uh, two touchdown performance last week. It was his first of ten of double-digit targets since week six. You got you got the Vikings. They are number 32, giving up 244.5 receiving yards per game to the wide receiver position since week six. You got Hill and Waddle. They went for 306 yards combined between the two of them in week six. You got DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, 251 yards uh, combined uh, in week eight. Diggs and Davis, 221 receiving yards again in week 10. These Vikings are can be beaten in the air this game's gonna this game's gonna run this game is gonna run they're they're just beating up the beating up the uh what the dbs this game's indoors this game's gonna shoot i'm taking the over on this one and then on the other side vikings it's a caliente game alert for dalvin cook he's got tds in five straight games he's over 100 scrimmage yards in three of those games he had that 81 beautiful 81 yard run last week he was number 14 uh the cowboys are number 14 with 154.6 scrimmage yards per game though they've only allowed three three touchdowns since week six but these are some of the big games that have been happening against them aaron jones and aj Dillon last week combined for 203 uh scrimmage yards the week before David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, 152 combined yards. Uh, so this is uh, this is against Dallas in the, in these last two games. Familia, Dalvin Cook's in your lineup. He's going to be one of the He's going to be a very popular play on DFS this week. This is, is going to be a great game. This is going to be a great game. Uh, going to let's go to Pittsburgh now. Steel Town, Cincinnati, five and four, coming off their bye. At Pittsburgh, three and six. You got Cincinnati, four point favorites, uh, 41 and 41 point over under. It's going to be 29 degrees at game time. So, another one, road favorites. They, you don't have the four, four win edge. So, you don't. I'm not betting this one, uh, though I could be, I could be convinced to take Pittsburgh and get the, and get the points. On the Bengals side, Tyler Boyd. I'm looking at him. I'm. I want to be. I then throw on him the slot wide. It's the slot wide receivers against the Steelers. He's. You know. He's up there in targets with. Uh, with Jamar Chase out in the last few games, he's got 11 targets. T. Higgins has 14. Uh, last in week one against the Steelers, he caught four balls for 30, 33 receiving yards, one touchdown. Uh, you know what's going to make it tough on this one? T.J. Watt is expected is expected to play. Does that mean bad stuff for? Joe Burrow behind that shaky Cincinnati offensive line. You know, you had Chris Olave with three catches for 40 yards last week, last week, uh, AJ Brown had a big game. Pittsburgh is number 25 against the wide receiver, giving up 171.5, you know, receiving yards per game. Much of the damage was done by AJ Brown and Hill and Waddle. Uh, Tyler Boyd is not in that one, but I think he could, he, he could, have himself a game i think he's going to get a touchdown in this game maybe like you know somewhere like 60 to 75 yards i might then throw on him 
Let's go over to the other side. Najee Harris battling a little bit of a knee injury. Uh, so, or maybe he's got some knee soreness that's gonna that that slowed him down. He that that maybe is gonna keep him out of practice. It, it definitely is gonna slow him down in practice this week. After going 99 yards on 20 carries in one of his best games of the season, he didn't have any receptions. Had only one target. You know, with coming off the bye week, is he over that foot issue that? that he had during during training camp you got the cincinnati bengals they're number 23 against uh the running back 137.4 receipt scrimmage yards you had nick chubb having that big game on halloween night 23 rushing attempts 101 yards two touchdowns alvin kamara 20 turned 25 touches into 124 scrimmage yards against the steeler defense i know they got tj watt but he's more of a pass rusher than than run defender uh i i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry that uh this is against cincinnati wrong side uh yeah t watts on the on on the steelers side the 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 Bengals are just giving up some rushing yards uh you know and especially you know Najee. i don't know if he's going to get the dual threat but i i could see i don't know if he gets 99 yards this week but i could see him getting a full workload all right let's go to sunday night football it's going to be in my backyard. Kansas City Chiefs seven and two at LA Chargers five and four. The Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. Road favorites. Bet the you know bet the Chargers on this one. Come on, fifty points. I, I I'm looking at the Chiefs. I'm I'm staring at Isaiah Pacheco. I got so many questions on what to do with picking him up on uh, whether to get him. You, you get get him. Yeah, get him. Get, and I told people get put him in your line in your lineup this week. He was on 18 rush snaps last week. Uh, 16 turned 16 of those carries into 82 yards. Hold on one second. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, McKinnon was number two with only three rush snaps. CEH was not on the field for any rushing attempts this week. I think this is a changing of the guard on the on the running backs. He's a guy who runs violently. And then you look at the Chargers giving up 145.5 rushing yards. Number 31. Now, Derwin James is going to be paying a lot of attention to Travis Kelsey, so it's going to that's how that that's how they do, do the defense so i'm looking at uh i'm looking at pacheco facing a defense that was down to just three defensive linemen signing free agents off the street to just to play this week last week you had run cmc and elijah mitchell 127 combined yards uh just rushing yards between the two of them 177 uh, rushing yards by the trio of rush running backs from atlanta in week nine you had ken walker 167.2 in week eight this is a defense that you need to run against familia get get Isaiah pacheco in your lineup over on the Chargers side, please, 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 Mike Williams, get in the lineup. Uh, limited in practice. Dr. Porras thinks he's said he could play because he and I just made a trade in one of our leagues and one of the leagues that we play against each other. So let's see if we get a uh, let's see if I get a chance. Uh, you got you got Mike Williams. They need him in the lineup. You get you've had Justin Herbert with an A dot of just 6.6 last week. And in the last game where uh, where Mike Williams played in week seven, he was at a, a dot of 10.7 on passes just to him. That was his last healthy game. You got the, the chiefs are at 167 re receiving yards per game to the wide receiver. They're number 28 against the position. You had Brandon Ayuk getting 82 receiving yards on seven receptions in week seven. They need to get the chargers need to get Williams in the, you know, healthy in the flow take some shots with him get him in your lineup all right monday night football in mexico arriba mexico viva mexico viva mexico mauricio gutierrez i know i know you and, and Gemma martinez are going to be at the game saludos saludos y abrazos on this one you got 49ers five and four at well at arizona uh arizona is technically the home team they're four and six you got san francisco eight point favorites 43 and a half point over unders this is going to be amazing 
I don't know if they're going to sing uh, Take Me Home Country Road like they did in Germany, but they're going to sing some crazy songs. There's going to be some chants. There's gonna, it's going to be an amazing uh, football environment. 61 degrees, perfect weather for football. And I'm looking at you for arriba, 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 not just adentro, arriba to George Kittle on this one. Uh, last four games, his, these are his uh, targets, 10, 9, 5, and 2. In week seven against the Kansas City Chiefs, a game that was, you know, that was very busy for him, he caught six catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown when they were playing from behind. Get Arizona since week six. They are number 32 in fantasy points per game and red zone fantasy points per game, allowed to the tight end position, giving up 68.4 receiving yards to the position. Last week, Tyler Higby, who had been basically dormant for several weeks, went caught all eight of his targets for 73 yards. Noah Fant caught went caught five balls for 96 yards. Juwan Johnson in week seven, five catches, 32 yards, two touchdowns. This is a defense where you get your tight ends in there. So George Kittle, adentro, arriba. Felicidades if you got them. If you got them, Cardinals. Let's go to James Conner. This is going to be a tough one, familia. He, you know, everything's looking like a 96. You know, like like the like things. Are, are looking up for him. He had a 96% snap share, six on the field for 65 of 68 snaps. Caught he he ran 21 times for 69 yards, two touchdowns. Caught three tar, caught three passes for 17 yards. Everything says is pointing toward him. The Cardinals just released Eno Benjamin. I think it means Keontae Ingram is a guy that that is someone who's who's in play. You got to get if you haven't picked him up, get him in there because he's going to be a valuable, very very valuable handcuff for the remaining of the season. Because James Conner, he has an injury history. I'm never going to say injury prone, Edwin. I'm never going to say injury prone, but he does have an injury history. Already missed uh, multiple games this year. You got Kyler Murray nursing a hamstring. You got Colt McCoy nursing a knee injury. Cliff Kingsbury said one of them is expected to play. So uh, I I would bet that they're going to sit Murray one more week, get McCoy in the, and get McCoy in there. And they, they look like a reasonably good uh, offense on this one. But this is going to be a tough, tough. I'm afuera on James Conner this week. The 49ers have allowed a high of 59 rushing yards this season. Number two against the running back, giving up 70.2 rushing yards per game. I mean, last week they shut down Austin Eckler to just 24 yards. The, to the Rams totaled 47 rushing yards between their running backs the previous week. The Chiefs were at 87 combined rush yards in the game where they beat up on the they, – they basically they, – they took it to the 49ers. This is not going to happen this week. Afuera on James Conner. So, oh, my goodness, familia. Thank you so much for joining us on this one. Uh, you know what? I'll be, I'll be toasting you all uh, uh, saying big salud uh, please feel free make sure you're uh, wishing me a happy birthday tomorrow uh, I'll be I'll be on Twitter and uh, putting and I'll be putting out an article on this one uh, and I'll I'm gonna hopefully get something out there for DFS for the weekend saludos abrazos UCLA USC game party this uh, game this week I'm gonna be at a party I'll be rooting for the Bruins uh, we are a Bruin family so my wife is a Bruin uh, my daughter was born at the medical center, so let's uh, let's go Bruins. I'm expecting a great game, great game, game because uh, both teams can score some points. Enjoy that game. Celebration of Los Angeles. I'm celebrating you, familia. And also remember, you're going to Fantasy Points. Go to FantasyPoints.com. Make sure you use that promo code 22FAMILIA10, 22FAMILIA10. Yes, if you do it in Spanish, get, I'll get you 10% off the already reduced 25 uh, already reduced price of 25% off. So let's uh, get get that and get that. Uh, also, make sure you're going to following me at Jorge Martin 17 on Twitter. Uh, you know, I'll keep pushing all our all our content out that way. And uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anybody out there watching on Facebook, please, muchas gracias. Give us a like, you know, muchas gracias. And also on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe. Th special thanks to Anchor for putting our for for being our hosting network getting our independent podcast out into the familia community muchas gracias to you you go get out there to apple google spotify wherever you get your podcast you could subscribe to there so uh otra vez thank you everybody for joining us and remember todos somos familia
Salud.